Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. <laughs> I beat it first. Yay! Yay. <laughs> welcome, welcome to I Beat It First by I Beat It First. So you're about to, to I Beat It First. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Soviet I Beat It First, where we beat it first, not you. <laughs> In Soviet Russia, game beat you. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Not I beat it first. It is we beat it first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not your game. <laughs> our game. <It's> our game. <laughs> I was wondering, Mr. Putin, if I'm here and you're here, isn't this our time? Our time is our time, but also my time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in, everyone. We were uh, having a little too much fun pre-roll. Yes. <laughs> Doing really bad Russian accents. And it, the best part is that it wasn't even like Russia that started it. It was Jason saying something about Bulgaria. <laughs> I mean, close enough. Let's be honest yeah. here. Yeah, Jason. A Jason. A Jason. <laughs> and there goes our, our viewership and our yep. listenership and everybody. Yep. <laughs> it's the, the worst possible pun ever. <laughs> oh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's October. It's October. It, it's cool. Does out it feel like mid October already? No. I mean, it, it, it did a little bit today when I was walking the dog. I was just well, like, I holy mean, shit. Temp-wise, yes. Yeah. Feels great. I mean, here it in Arizona. It doesn't feel like it should be October, though. No. Yeah. It, it feels like it's still March of 2020. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I'm ready to get out of this house. This two weeks is almost over, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Two I mean, weeks. It's not like, we're not quarantined anymore, but it still is just like, it's all different. Everything's different. The yeah. world's changed. Everyone's gone insane a little bit constantly. I will say I'm not I'm not a fan of spending an hour in the car <laughs> on some days. Takes you an hour to get work. to work. Well, because I get to have the kid off, uh, and then there's no. and then there's for some reason traffic some days at like certain off ramps on or on ramps on the 101. I don't know why. I'm like looking through and I'm like like once I get to the bottleneck area, I'm like, why is there a bottleneck here? This makes zero sense to me. Or like today. Well, I'll tell you there was an accident on Shay, but it was on Shay, and it was blocking the off ramps, like up at the intersection, which then led it to back up all the way to like cactus. So it's a wow. mile that it backed up and nobody knew what to fucking do. So it slowed everything down. It's, nope. the, it's the bird tide is why traffic's getting yeah. worse. It's, and okay, this is the thing that I've never understood about how snowbirds ruin our traffic what the fuck are they doing up at 7 30 in the morning when i'm trying to drive into the office that's their time that's their yeah, that's, why that's, are they driving they should be back sitting from, there they're heading back from lunch get off my goddamn freeways wait until like nine o'clock in the morning to to go to your lunch you know it's fine way too late way too late way too late you need your starbucks you know Starbucks? No, 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 no. They they can't have caffeine. Oh, they're going for tea. No, non, they, non, non caffeine. No, if they no, they can't have caffeine at all. If they have caffeine at seven o'clock in the morning, they're going to be up all night. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all day. 
It's too late for Kevin. It's too late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's seven o'clock in the morning. Way too late. Yeah, it's way too way too late. I can't. I can't. Do it. <laughs> I'll be up all night if I have caffeine at this time of night. It's seven a.m. <laughs> I know it's so late. <laughs> I've already done my taxes for the next three years. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I reorganized all of our filing cabinets of all these things that I don't need. My slide deck for my projection system has been organized again. Why do I? Why do you still have that, Grandpa? Because we may want to look at them someday. No, I want to show you my pictures. You want to see your grandpa in a banana hammock? Here's your great uncle Steve. <laughs> He died before you were born. That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> that's that's interesting. All right. What did he die of? Oh, he was just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Who made laffy tappies? He laughed himself to death. <laughs> he was always a prankster. That one. Oh God. Uh, well, welcome to your life in, I don't know how, 50 years for some of you listening. I don't know. You're going to be old. I hope to die before that happens. <laughs> I don't well, you, better die, you better die tomorrow, Eric, because uh, oh. old as shit. Old as shit. I am old. <laughs> so is Jason. Nah, nah, nah. I don't have, I have a three in my uh, age still. This is true. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> holding on to it all i have he's living on a prayer he's, he's just hanging on <laughs> i mean i i i think my my blood magic curse is gonna run out from my face at 40 and so that's why just like mm. at 40 and i like turn into a pumpkin or some shit i was, like I was gonna say are you just gonna yeah. like instantly like prune up yeah, I think I think it's because that how the magic works. My my envision my envision for how I'm going to die is the way the bad guy dies in uh um uh, uh Temple of Doom. No, not Temple of Doom. Oh, he, uh, Crusaders of the Lost Ark. No, hmm. the Last right? Crusade. That's yeah, it. The last Crusade. Where, yeah, where like, he, Jesus, he drinks dude. from the cognac. <laughs> one of the Indiana Jones. You know, I, I nailed it. I nailed one of the it. good ones. One of the good ones. Yeah. So where where he's just like he's fine. He's just fine. And Fuck all you. of a sudden, it's just like he starts <laughs> aging like crazy and then explodes into dust. That yeah. would be the way that I plan on dying, you know, but less Naziness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Too bad they were all Nazis in all those movies. What do you mean too bad? I mean, if they had to be shooting well, like, someone, I'm glad it was Nazis. Yeah, well, this is true, but I mean, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's one of those things of like, they don't really hold up that much or that well to it because now there's like you're like oh there's worse people out there too that, that you yeah can, they're nazis too yeah. I mean, that's, no, that's true it's no, always, that's true. It's always pc too. to hate nazis you're right. yeah you're right you're right nazis. there are nazis too <laughs> <laughs> like that's one of those things where you can just like punch someone down in like the street and everyone's gonna be like whoa what the fuck and just like nazi, nazi. Be like, cool cool, cool. <laughs> you're covered good job you're covered yeah high five that yeah, Nazi is the new no ticket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, see that? I made two Indiana Jones references in once. No, I am. It's the same movie, though. It's the same movie. You gotta, you gotta bring it back. <laughs> bring it back like Dr. Jones. It's right. It's right up there with uh, when they do it in Dogma as well. When they they throw one of the angels off the off the subway, and Silent <laughs> Bob's like, "No ticket." <laughs> Dogma is so good. Like it's it's just like such that's a my great favorite. movie. Oh, it's so underrated because people are just like ah, it's Kevin Smith. It's full of, of butt humor. No just people like, yes. people one hundred percent hate on it because of female God. 
That is 100% why people hate on it. The There's most. worse gods than Alanis Morissette. Let, let's, let's be honest here. Exactly. It's like, how can you hate Alanis Morissette being God? Other than the fact that she does cartwheels at one point, but that's still cool. But, but, <laughs> but, but silent Alanis Morissette. Yes. Like silent. Yeah. That was just kind of like even the perfect. It was like you put one of the like most famous at the time mouse on a, a, a movie and you give her no lines and like explicitly make her like not say a word. Oh no, she does have a line. It's it's just a it's just a high pitched screech that blows up uh, Ben Affleck That's and right. Matt Damon's heads. That's right. <laughs> Spoilers for anybody yeah. that hasn't seen yeah. Dogma. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, no. Pl- how could you hate that? <laughs> no pleasure, no rapture, no exquisite sin as great as Central Air. <laughs> it's like one of the best lines. I fucking love that. I, I have that gif just like on call whenever anybody talks about air conditioning and how great it feels to be inside like in the middle of summer. I'm like, boom. <laughs> Speaking of, have you guys seen uh, Clerks 3 yet? No. I have not. I saw, I saw that it's on uh, on demand, but we haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I saw have it just came out it? today, and I was just like, oh, I really need to do that. Well, Sarah doesn't like them, so I've been kind of like in like limbo for it a lot. And then and then it falls into Jason time, and Jason time is really yeah. like, I'm going to play games, like almost 99.9% mm-hmm. of the time. So it's just like, it gets hard for me to yep. pull aside movie time. That's my well, issue. Like anytime only we had asks, some time this weekend. Ooh, yeah, we might. Smart man. Yeah. Smart man. Hey, Although let's my do wife a plug real quick. Me. Let's do a plug for that real quick. We are doing uh, uh, episode 100 of Is is maturing at 100 episodes. And to celebrate that, we are going to the Larson Convention Center where we've done other great uh, episodes as I don't know, remember any of them, but they were great. SeltzerCon, um, SojuCon. <laughs> all the SeltzerCon. SeltzerCon SojuCon. Going, too. Oh yeah, Kakon was a good one. Um, but we're going back up there this weekend. We're gonna record a, a episode uh, one hundred of the uh, I Beat It First Cutscene podcast, and to celebrate that, we're gonna have our good friend uh, Bulldog Omega join us for the ultimate waifu battle, and we're gonna yeah. decide on the, the waifu, waifu battle waifu. royale. Waifu yeah. battle royale. But we could call and... it waifu con. Nah. Before waifu waifus enter, one leaves. I think waifu battle royale <laughs> is better though. Waifu BR. I I like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we could do that. TM. TM. Yeah. Let's make it, let's make it even more like ridiculous Japanese. Let's be like waifu battle DX extreme super ultra mix, super ultra SSR. (laughs) Yeah. uh, 2001 (laughs) deluxe XXX. (laughs) (laughs) But the X's are like, are like ellipses. Like they're really small X's. DX. Subtitle. I was the student council president. Now I'm in this waifu battle royale. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be episode 100, which is gonna which is gonna come out on and a podcast network near you. <laughs> yeah. So be <laughs> sure to check weekend. out if you've never listened to one of our cutscene podcasts. We talk about anime and bullshit, and even if that's not your your cup of tea. Uh, we get into some good shenanigans on there, and it's uh, um, definitely not not a good choice to listen to them. <laughs> well, episode one hundred might be good. Uh, Sixty four waifu battle royale, lots of drinking, four dudes stuck in a cabin. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> there, that, that is, there's going to be uncomfortable conversations. I can already tell. Yes. Nah. 
Not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> the comfortable conversations are going to be at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. After we've been drinking. Oh, no. All no, day. My, no, I'm an, I'm an expensive hoe. You couldn't afford me. See, it's uncomfortable already. It's uncomfortable <laughs> no, I, already. He's not that expensive, everybody. Let me, let me tell you something. He ain't you can't expensive. charge what you give away for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he a hoe. <laughs> okay. Video uh, game podcast. That's what we're doing here. Hey, today. Pula. Welcome to I Beat It First podcast. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. So before we get to video games, we need to get to the ever important question of what is it that we're drinking? Jason, what are you drinking? I am drinking because we haven't decided on what we're doing for a drinking thing. <laughs> I'm drinking one of my Dark Sky beers because, yeah, why not? I am drinking a Watra, watermelon sour. And it's a 4.3 sour watermelon sour uh, beer from Dark Sky Brewery up in Flagstaff. Um, it is fantastic. It's one of my favorite sours I've ever had. It's not too sour. You got the the punch at the beginning, and then the the like crisp watermelon flavor goes in, and it tastes like it has even a little bit of the rind in it. So you're getting like the full gamut, not just sweet watermelon. It's delicious. I love it, and I'm gonna finish it before we even start news at this rate. Nice. <laughs> I also have whiskey nice. because why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I have, uh, I, it's actually a blend of a couple different whiskeys because I have one that's not so good and one that is good. And if you add the not so good one to the good one, it makes it tolerable. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of the not so good one because I can't drink it by itself. It's, it's just no. Uh, and then I also have the last of the Atomic Pumpkin beers that we have from uh voodoo um and i did have so speaking of sours uh the other night when chris and i met with uh space oh. underscore underscore babe who came in because she's Phoenix. an original yeah she is she is super original that's why she's got two underscores um <laughs> when uh, we met her out i had a spicy pickle monster <laughs> which tastes like spicy pickle juice it's sour it's salty like everything and the first like sip of it you're like i don't i i don't know if i can drink this whole thing and then when you finish off that 16 ounce beer you're like i kind of want another one (laughs) (laughs) it was it was actually like a really solid perfect sour i liked that beer a lot (laughs) i love the idea of making a beer that is like pickle. I love the idea of this beer, especially, especially if it has the probiotic effects of it. Cause you can like market that like crazy. Cause you know, Jamie and Curtis eventually <laughs> is going to die and we're going to need someone that can pick up the mantle of, Hey, you're old, but you still like to like party. Uh, and you really need to poop, right? Drink Activia beer <laughs> because you need to be regular yet still stoked, bro. Like it's just like it writes mm-hmm. itself. Like, because we're going to need that. We're going to need that. You you guys don't understand that, like, especially you younger people right now than us, that when we hit 70 to 80, the commercials for, like, drugs and shit like that are going to be out of this world amazing. Just be like, yo, dudes, do your, like, knees, like, wicked hurt? Like, totally come on in. And, like, let's have some, like, sweet jams. Like, it's have a new some pill. Glucosamine, chondroitin, lace beer. glucosamine, have a glucosamine chewable. It's laced with uh, uh, whatever that you want and glucosamine. It's good for your vibes and your knees. Like, it's like, it's happening. It's going to happen. 
<laughs> glucosa beer. Glucosa beer would be great. I would yeah. do that. I would fucking do that. My knees are terrible. Like already. Here oh, I my... am talking about oldness. And it's just like I, I would have a glucosa beer. Glucosa ale. Glucosa I, PA. I would be the first that will say <laughs> that bad knees is not a sign of old age. I've had bad knees for fucking ever. <laughs> I was 20 when I had knee surgery for Pete's sake. Come on. <laughs> It's not a sign of old age. It's a sign of a fucked up body. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. And Chris is still being a good boy and not drinking yeah. the devil's nectar. So good job, Chris. <laughs> All right. Yeah. High fives <laughs> that nobody can hear because <laughs> NBA <laughs> broadcast works too well. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's get on to news, shall we? Okay, uh, so the RTX 40 series is out now. Like they, they've hit the 4090s are out. Um, so there's a there's a roundup of benchmarks that came out for it, and the 4080 is roughly about 20 to 30 percent faster than the 3090 in benchmarks and in real world applications. Uh, people have been testing them against uh, against the 3090s in actual games and getting much higher frame rates than what they were <laughs> able to get on the 3090, which is astonishing because the and I, I will say that I'm still I still don't understand why so many people are bitching about the 4090 being the price point that it's at when it's cheaper than the 3090 hit the market at is better than the 3090 and has a better performance boost than the 3090 had over the 3080. It makes no People sense. You're going to bitch about price yeah. points no matter what. It's not free. It's not in my machine. It's bullshit. That's how I feel That's too. True. Yep. That's true. Uh, however, the power cables on all of these cards are fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to see a good one other than uh, other than one company that is actually, oh God, and I, I'm spacing on the name right now and I posted about it like, right away yeah, you just did, to make yeah, sure that it was in the there degree. uh yeah cable mod has announced a 90 degree adapter or 90 degree uh power cable which is needed because for some fucking reason <laughs> nvidia has decided that their big giant xbox series s sized video card needs to have a power cable coming out of the side of it that points towards the glass on your case that it already is extremely close to as is <laughs> <laughs> makes zero sense <laughs> but hey you know it is what it is some of them uh there, there were a couple of them that started like doing them at like an angle that you could get and i think it's like it's not it's not like the straight up 90 degree where it's it like creates a perpendicular set and it actually just kind of like instead of it being like perpendicular to it it's at like a slight angle which makes it easier but even then it's like there's got to be a better place to put this power like connector there's i, I mean there's a nah. bunch of them on that thing it's that just I can fucking think huge it thing's huge it's a big it's just too big it is fucking <laughs> it's just way too big <laughs> which I, I loved that we we started talking about how large they were in our in our slack earlier today and then we started making slab of meat references <laughs> and <laughs> who, who was part of our slack went up pops it's like i came in for for talking about barbecue and so we're talking about gpus because <laughs> all you saw popping up on our notifications was beef <laughs> oh the beef those ribs look fucking I'm, sick, though, too. That I those found. ribs I did like, look sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just like, holy <laughs> shit, that looks delicious. Just like the 4090. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, the uh, the forty ninety Strix card way fucking overpriced and not oh, yeah. worth it. Uh, it's like an extra four hundred bucks. Yeah, an extra four hundred bucks for about a three percent performance boost is what's being found in a lot of benchmarks, and not even that. Uh, Jason Sense was doing a lot of like tests with the Strix one, and he was having a ton of like problems with them. Not, well, then, not like I, I saw watch a video of him problems. today too of him doing some overclocking stuff, and comparing that to the Founders Edition card, Founders Edition card with at least with Port Royale because that does a lot with the memory overclocking. Um, mm-hmm. Does better on the Founders Edition cards than it does on the Strix. Yeah, they were uh, saying that the that the Founders Edition memory is actually better than what's in the Strix, even though the Strix yeah. core clock for the processor could go up higher, and it's got three hundred and twenty yes. millimeter fans on it, so it does a really good job of cooling it, of cooling it off. But the memory can't process as high. Yeah, which is like no reason. Be, the best well that could be his individual card too because that is one of those things of like like they make these cards and it's memory modules and the memory modules are in spec but in spec does not mean great overclocking capability and i think the video is doing way over is doing like some really like fine tune of like we're just doing like the very high end spec or ones of that ram if you're build, if okay. you're building your flagship ones and the ones yeah. that are going to have your name on them, you're going to make sure that they're good. We're taking the good ones. You guys get the others. <laughs> <laughs> or they're they're sourcing different companies to make the memory yeah. too, because the cores are the same for the most part, um, and the Strix cores are actually supposed to be like slightly higher than as far as like the transistors and whatnot that we're in or usable transistors than what you get on like a standard founders edition but if nvidia is using a better like company to get the ddr6 then you're not going to be able to overclock them the same so thick uh they also have unlaunched the 12 gigabyte 4080 which made completely no sense to anybody until there was a write-up that came out uh said the 16 gigabyte version of the 4080 was in keeping with past uh 80 series nvidia cards it used the same gpu die as the high-end 4090 but with some of the cuda cores switched off and the clock speeds reduced but the difference between the 12 gigabyte and 16 gigabyte versions of the 4080 uh was much larger than their names would suggest the 12 gigabyte version had many fewer cuda cores than the 30 than the 16 core 30 or 16 gig 3080 and a hundred 192 bit memory bus so it had a lower memory bus and less cores so it wasn't just a 12 gigabyte realistically i think that it was supposed to be the actual 4070 that they never named because they decided not to come out with it (laughs) well i mean it and it all makes sense of what they're doing they're keeping the 30 series in play because that's where they need to have it a lower price point um, especially with what we're going to talk about next with the Intel cards coming into play, like those 30, the 30, 60, 30, 70, 30, 80, those are still really great cards. Fantastic cards. They are price point wise. That's where they, that's where they need to be. They need to be sitting there. And then the high end cards are up there, but I'm pretty certain that they made that 4070 and went, Oh, we probably shouldn't put that out. We're going <laughs> to muddy the waters mm-hmm. too much. And then they tried to do that. And then they realized, Oh, that's probably a bad idea as well. So let's let's not do those things. Um, but yeah, so going to the next thing to talk about is the ARC cards have officially come out uh, oh, from yeah. in, from Intel. Yay. 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 So the biggest Yay. issue. They don't suck. 
The biggest issue is Intel still doesn't know how to write a driver because benchmark tests for these things are all over the place. But when we say they're all over the place, they actually are as good or better than a 3060. There was only like one, maybe two benchmark tests that most people were running where it, where it didn't do as well as a 3060, but there were some of them where it crushed them for some unknown reason, no idea why. Um, but the GPU, like the driver still has some major bugs as, as was said with the previous uh, ones that came out, like their super low end one, as well as like the betas of this. Yeah. Yeah, so which I mean, I'll get better in time, but you know, yeah, and that's the hope. But yeah, but yep. if it's getting better in time, I I want to see if it actually like if they stay up and they get more towards like maybe closer to a forty seventy, and still stay at the thirty sixty price. I'm just happy for three competitors. Yep. Yes, so am I, and I'm glad that it actually is competing at that level. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't not suck. just like hey, we're gonna release some bullshit. And then pull an HBO and like just like uh, oh it failed so we're canceling it all and we're gonna just use those attacks mm-hmm. right off. And HBO pulling a fucking Intel. Intel's done this multiple times already with the GPUs. So this would this would literally be pulling an Intel. Intel would pull an Intel True. and do it. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, that is that does bode really really well for these cards. And yeah. that's the hope because the next one's gonna come out in probably about six months. And that one's supposed to be getting closer up to like their higher tier set, somewhere around a six to seven hundred dollar video card range, which is good. Um, and if they can narrow in and get those drivers down pat, um, that's going to be awesome. The only thing is, is that it's going to be a little while before these are considered great video cards for like streaming too, because it, it, they're missing like NVIDIA broadcast, that type of thing, something that that you would use those cores to be able to to utilize and knock out audio do virtual green screen sets and backgrounds and everything like that like what chris is doing with all the chicken nuggets mm-hmm. um amd's nice. just barely got onto it and they've just uh, they've only got the audio they don't have the video side of things yet mm-hmm. so fingers crossed that hopefully that uh starts happening more and more <clears throat> as we move on all right let's see here uh final fantasy 7 first soldier is shutting down after just about one year (laughs) and if you're saying what's first soldier exactly (laughs) (laughs) first soldier was that battle royale that they announced that only came out on mobile they didn't make a platform on consoles for it at all which makes zero sense to me as to why they never did um so is it astonishing that it didn't perform well not so much. Nope. Yes, there are a lot of people that play Fortnite and stuff like that on there, but a lot of people play it on PC and on console. Or Switch or yep. console, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Switch is basically a glorified tablet, let's be honest here. Um, but <laughs> but nothing it's... feels worse than when you get pwned by some kid on a Switch. It's just like, fuck, oh. I am I'm a piece of shit. Like, it's just I like, am a I, garbage. I, I am mm-hmm. garbage play. I'm a garbage human being, please kill me now. Yep. Please take away my console. Take away my PS5. Although that does bring up a question of Jason... Why are you playing Fortnite? Uh, because I can have Vegeta do like the Wu Tang dance. Duh. No, I, I 
Fortnite in a while. In a while. In a while. Yeah. I play games. I play games. I'm the only one of all of us that plays games more than anything else. Yes, you're right. You're the only one that plays games. Mm -hmm. I know. I admit. I admit. You never play games. You never play games. You definitely don't stream it and have indefutable proof about it. I'm the only one that plays games. (laughs) Never. Never, ever. Don't have anything like that. No proof. None whatsoever. It doesn't happen. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) You're right. Never happens. I'm a fucking scrub. (laughs) We're all scrubs down here. I will admit that I have played the fork knife, but I only did it for work. (laughs) I did it because my company made me do it. I had to I had to go in and do de- and do testing on it. In which case, Ronan has seen it pop up on like in my library uh, on the PlayStation console. He's like, he's like, why is Fortnite on here? I'm like, because work made me do it. Game Truck made me do it. Don't download it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've played it on the Switch at E3. <laughs> That was the worst too. That was so bad. I I remember doing that and be like, like, I can't even like pretend. I'm good. I'm good. We can go do something else, please. That's why I'm just like, I hope the guy, I wish they had like an icon that said like they played with a pro controller or not. Cause if they beat you with the, like the joy cons and shit like that, it's just like you, you deserve that kill. Like there's like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Either you're a piece of shit or props to you, man. You were able to do it with a fucking handicap. Pro- yeah, bravo. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Like you did bravo. it. You, you earned it. You I am I'm not about to say it's bullshit kill or anything like that. You have I mean, like if it came up being like you, they killed you with the Donkey Kong bongo controllers, it's just like, well then oh, <laughs> if that guy did it. I would be like, like I, I want that there specifically so that I can see that that happened and then just be like like how do i how do i make my ghost bow to this guy <laughs> like what is 100%. the key bind for 100%. that <laughs> add friend you're awesome d friend that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay i'm giving uh, you all so- my epic bucks <laughs> <laughs> so we I talked all my v-pucks all of them <laughs> All of you, all zero of them. <laughs> so we talked on the last podcast about how the new AM5 uh, AMD processors are uh, are running perfectly fine at ninety five degrees Celsius, which ninety five degrees Celsius is like the new norm. Um, but it it's now being found that maybe they didn't they don't have to be able to run at ninety five degrees. So the the big thing is, is the AMD pushed it and made it so that they could run at 95 degrees Celsius because they realistically think that they need to do it because of a minor flaw or uh, an oversight on their part in manufacturing the the cap that goes on top of the the actual chip itself. So you know that like that cool little thing that they've got that that looks like or that has the AMD stamp on it and everything like that. Um, that piece in order to make it so that they could fit into like standard AM4 current like uh, fans and heat sinks and water coolers and stuff like that, they made it thicker than than they had in all previous generations for it. It's like two millimeters thicker, which doesn't sound like that much, but two millimeters of thickness in metal greatly affects heat dissipation. Mm-hmm. So there's, a, there's a, a couple of guys out there now that that have like ripped that piece off. They've gone to straight up old school, like uh, old school heat sink onto the 
onto the actual silicone itself <laughs> <laughs> or silicon, sorry, not silicone onto the silicon uh, and done it. Like Jason remembers this, the old school fucking AMD Athlon processors that we used to do that. If you, if you didn't put it on just right and you put too much force on, you could snap oh, the silicon on it because you're replacing it directly on top of the die. So they're doing this now and they're able to run these things at like the forties with standard like cooling systems like or just standard liquid cool or like uh water cooling systems so the biggest issue is that they made in order to fit with the new uh the new pin on pin on board fuck i always forget what it's called but instead of having the pins on the chip the pins on the board now they mm-hmm. had to increase the thickness of that to get everything to fit properly properly in major air quotes and that's what's causing the heat issues so it's like a huge over like oversight because they didn't need to do it it's an unnecessary piece that went in because now there's a whole bunch of people that are like yeah there's like half of these water coolers actually don't even fit because the mounting brackets don't work for them wow <laughs> wow 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 jason's bored with that wow uh, but it's but but i'm still kind of surprised by it but yeah. at the same time yeah wow it, the biggest thing about that is, is like how did their r d like like how did they convince somebody that this was necessary because they can sell their own like well we have partnerships that we'll then do up with and blah 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 blah, blah. don't yet at least yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but then a, that's still not even doctor. But that's not even fixable though, because they still have to deal with the, with how thick that piece is. Because it's would not a say, it's not a problem with the liquid coolers. It's a problem with it's a problem with that cap. Would you say that decision was dumb? Mm-hmm. Would you say it's dummy thick? Oh, it is. It is dummy. Yeah. And thick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, all right. But so that's your that's your weird like a little bit too much in depth tech moment of the week maybe hang on wait do we have worse oh wait we might have worse um, <laughs> we might ha- we might actually have worse coming up in this but there there's that um, all right uh, da, 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 da. let's see here uh, this one's just funny <laughs> i almost forgot to put this in here and then as we were talking before the mm. podcast i'm like oh this has to go in there valve has valve made a steam deck video that they put onto the internet oh, and it lasted for five minutes before they they delisted it and re-uploaded it with a cup with a uh, key scene changed and that scene is that in the original version, they showed off a Nintendo Switch emulator on the Steam store, like very much front and center on the Steam Deck, <laughs> which is just funny as shit. And then they're like, you didn't see that. I don't know what you're talking nope, about. Didn't happen. The internet, though, the internet screenshots everything. <laughs> the internet remembers. The internet remembers. You can't remove shit. The internet remembers hey, everything, dreams. people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Valve, uh, they have re- or you can now find their uh, dominant cards that they have, uh, which gets updated, you know, and it's always been like a 10 series. I don't think it ever was a 20 series, was it, Chris? For, For the, the cards, like the dominating cards on Steam. I think it was, I, I think it's been a 10 series yeah. for like forever. I think so, And yeah. suddenly... It's 30 series. As yeah. soon as the price has dropped, like it's skyrocketed up and it's like 10% higher than 20 series, which is the next highest one. So a lot of people with their 10 series have upgraded to their 30 series cards. So, and that's, this is just like, this was just how they were in September. 
So like that was just a, a huge spike in usage within that. So the 30 series is, as we talked about, still a great card. Uh, if you if you get a chance to buy one or like that's what you're looking to buy and you if you only got five hundred dollars, buy a thirty seventy. Before the thirty seventy was pointless to buy. If you were if you were looking at a thirty sixty, a thirty seventy, or a thirty eighty, and you bought a thirty seventy, we'd be like, no, 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 no. You overpaid for that, or you could have paid just a tad bit more for much better performance with a thirty eighty. Because the thirty the price mm-hmm. or like the performance difference wasn't there for like a two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollar price difference between a 3060 and a 3070. Now it's like 80 bucks. Get a 3070, everybody. That's like the, that's the new like butter zone sweet spot for 30 series cards. Um, <laughs> in keeping with additional weird oddity news that or uh, statistics that have been put out, <laughs> a third of Xbox Deathloop players have beaten the tutorial. Yeah. Or have not, have not. Or have, have, Oh, haven't beaten a tutorial. Yes. Yes. So a third of them bought the game, started the game and never beat the tutorial and got that, like got that achievement for beating the tutorial. I mean, achievements are a really hard thing to go off of. And, and in their defense, they gave it away on game pass. They gave it away on uh, PlayStation plus and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, a lot of people are just like, is this my cup of tea? Oh, it's a first person. I'm sure a lot of people did that. Like they just didn't even know. There's like, oh shit, it's first person. I don't know. I don't like first person games, right? So I mean, when you when you saturate the market, obviously you're gonna get a lot worse of a, a response. That being said, this game looked like donkey, but like since it was used, <laughs> like it was just like this game does not look fun. Your your concept sounds infuriatingly boring and it's just like anytime you in- incorporate a time loop it's just like you have to be very careful how you do that because just like figure out new ways to do things no one wants to figure out new ways to do things they want to figure out the best way to do things and then they want to get through it and they'll do that every time because just like hey it works i'm gonna mm-hmm. do that like it's just like no one wants to go through the same five levels again and again unless you can improve or get better it's just it's not it's not a good concept and no. that always bugged me not not at all um and I mean, maybe Microsoft is just releasing all this information so that we keep talking about it because this is like the second podcast in a row where we've talked about it, even though both of them were just like, oh, God, this game looks like shit. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Speaking of of things performing like shit, uh, iPhone 14's car crash detection feature is calling 911 when people take their phones on roller coasters. <laughs> Which who was it that uh, that drifted their their car and had OnStar? No, no. So it was it wasn't even drifting. He was just racing it. There was, was a guy, guy racing his track. Corvette on racetrack and kept tripping OnStar and OnStar go. I'm like, hey, you know, something. It's like, yeah, we're on the racetrack. <laughs> It's like I'm using my car as it's intended. On the yeah, it's track. Bet, with track yeah. mode. Like they yeah. that's that's the best part is did you know that if you have if you have a vet with track mode and you put it in track mode it voids the warranty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you use yes. track mode and then you take it in because you blew something and whatnot, they look at it and they're like, you were taking this on a track that's that voids the warranty. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that that is the yeah. That is it's it's priceless. They they put it in primarily just to catch people. Like that's the only reason they did. It. Like yeah yeah, you get like twenty more horsepower. It'll be great. Don't worry about it. Just throw it on track mode when you go on the track. Gotcha, bitches. 
<laughs> oh man it's great uh okay speaking of car crashes uh meta has announced the quest pro that's right everybody the quest pro it's super expensive it's geared towards the business market and people who think that paying that much for a vr headset is a good idea i'm looking at you uh valve index owners hey man <laughs> the one that it's, Microsoft all, it's all about that, that vr spreadsheets baby yeah vr, VR spreadsheets. spreadsheets yeah so this is uh it it it's really it's it's like Valve index priced, but hitting um, in the Microsoft HoloLens realm. HoloLens, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, good idea, just always too fucking expensive. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Like, there's, there's like, aside from, like, just, like, kitschy games and stuff like that, like, uh, Beat Saber, super fun. Job Simulator, super fun. But none of these things are worth $500. Like, it's just, like, it's just not. It's just, I'm sorry, it's not. Wait, wait. I'm sorry, $500? Well, I mean, for what you can play it on right now. I'm just saying VR in general right now is the intro price for what you can do to be able to play Beat Saber. Like you can go get oh, it yeah, off yeah, Quest for, for like 300 yeah. bucks. Beat yeah, Saber, for like, for a you quest. Some, yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's not oh. any VR title, period, that is worth anything currently in VR in general. There's nothing you're going to get me to, like, pony up the amount of money that this is to get into anything different. The only time Let that alone I think, a, like, Valve Index or the Quest right. Pro. Yeah. yeah. Right. The, the, the time when I will finally, like, probably be like, you know what, maybe, is when they get to that level where we saw these at E3, like, years ago, where they have, like, the, like, stands that you get oh, in yeah. and you literally have to run. Oh, while, yeah. Like, and then crouch and, like, all jump and all jazz like that on the stand. Then it's just, like, maybe that. Because that to me is just like that's not so much a gaming, but then it's just like, well, this is like a a, a um trade a, a treadmill, treadmill and yeah. a, a, you know all kinds of stuff like that built in and like finding exercise my, and stuff like that while playing games. And... To games, I can actually like you know do something and enhance my life. Like that's the smart stuff. Here I'll be taking my glucosamine Mountain Dew and running track records on my uh, uh, VR system when I'm 85 that's the goal that's true <laughs> but yeah so the, the index i'm sorry the, the valve index has come down in price it's now only a thousand dollars yes for it yeah and this thing's yeah. gonna be roughly about 1500 bucks or more depending on like packages and whatnot that you get it's just insane like i i don't see a reason to spend that much fucking money on a on a vr headset even business wise like the hololens they they would have been better off if they brought the HoloLens to the masses, sold it at a on-paper loss, you you take the R&D out. You do just the manufacturing for it. Fuck the R&D. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a that's gone. Like just write off the R&D on it and then manufacture the stuff and sell it at what it is. Because there's no way that that hardware cost as much money as what Microsoft was trying to charge for the HoloLens. They're just trying to recuperate that R&D money. Of course. And that's that's what a lot of tech is. Right. But but the idea is that then you're going to spend a lot more money on the software. Exactly. And there's just no software. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's just like yeah. they could have brought the I'm just saying though they could have brought the HoloLens to a like to a much bigger like audience and people would have people would have bu- paid 500 bucks for it. You know they would have. People are already paying that for just for the for Minecraft bullshit. They probably yeah. would have 100%. Yeah. Exactly. So like if they just said fuck it the R&D is gone. Like we had to pay these salaries anyways. That's, that's again, the thing is like, you got to pay that guy's salary no matter what you hired him. He's got to do something. He did that. There you go. Now just get in and, and look at the long-term future on it. 
and Microsoft never did. That's their own fault. It sucks to be them. Uh, anyways, uh, yes, car crash, car wreck. See, you see, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good at these segues, man. <laughs> Every once in a while, I get some amazing ones going on there. <laughs> Speaking of another car wreck, uh, Overwatch 2 says don't be poor and use prepaid cell phones, everybody. Because for some fucking reason, they thought it was a good idea to put a barrier of entry of you have to have a phone number. So, I mean, I get it, and you're right, and it's kind mm-hmm. of stupid for such a major publication to kind of have this kind of stuff, but because cheating's so rampant, um, it's to stop that. Uh, you can yes. go get, like, because it's yep. not just prepaid phone numbers, it's also, like, Google Voice. You can go get yep. a Google Voice number a billion times over that you want, you know, and just use it as a throwaway and a burner and stuff like that. And it's so that you can get past whatever bans they may have put on you because the amount of toxicity that's in Overwatch is just out of this world all the time. And now here you are having to grind anyway and having to deal with people that are like pieces of shit while grinding doesn't make the experience any better. So they're just like, fuck it. You got to have a real plan, a uh, phone plan. Take out the cheater. Take out the cheaters and whatnot. You're still playing with pieces of shit in Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, that's, that's pretty rough there. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. That's not how you really feel. It. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not like, disagreeing with you. <laughs> Look, we're all thinking it. Okay, I'm just the one with the balls to say it. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. mm. That's Eric I have some friends that still play it, and I make fun com. of them all the time. It's Eric, and I beat it first. Send all your hate mail there, everybody. Send the hate We'd love mail. To see Send it. it all. Yeah, we, 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 I, I actually like sustain myself off of hate mail. So you it know, is. like just send it. It's palpable. I, I you need to send like a lot of it so you can do a stream where it's just Eric reads hate mail. Oh yeah, I'll do. I'll do <laughs> an Eric fun. reads hate mail like that. <laughs> oh. I would just fucking love the shit out of that. That would be great. Oh. <laughs> Overwatch 2 sucks at ibeatitfirst.com. Do it. Yep. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> or if you really want to say it, you could you could send it to Overwatch 2 is amazeballs at ibeatitfirst.com. Sure. Like you can cast your mm-hmm. vote that way, everybody. Email to the either one of those and, and we'll we'll get votes from everybody as far as how it works. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh in okay, the the news is the news on this. Uh, we have some we ha- we have some disagreement as to, as far as like the validity of where this number sits. But according to uh, numbers put out by the Brazilian uh, commissions, Microsoft made two point nine billion dollars on console Game Pass in twenty twenty one. Two point nine billion dollars on Game Pass. Now I say that I think that there's a translation issue somewhere in there. It's either A, a translation issue, or B, someone doesn't understand that Microsoft has a Game Pass for PC, and they just lumped it in as console sales for Xbox because it, but either way, $2.9 billion, even if it like does include the PC Game Pass, is a lot. That's a yeah. lot of Or it was money. a crypto page, and they're like, they made 2.9 Bitcoin. Ah, 2.9 Bitcoin. Which at one point would have been great. Yeah, it's, st- so it's still anymore. twenty grand or so, close to that. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's not two point nine billion good, but you know, two point nine no, billion. There was, there was a dollar. There was a dollar sign in front of it. I just didn't type it in there when I did it. I'm like, who needs to <laughs> fucking put a dollar sign? There's only three assholes reading this thing. No <laughs> one's gonna care. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, in other Microsoft news, Microsoft has announced and launched the new mini Xbox Series X mini fridge. <laughs> There's mini, mini in there mini. twice for a reason because it's smaller, <laughs> but it's also quieter. 
So if you've heard us talk about how Chris has the has the Xbox Series X mini fridge and it sounds like a goddamn jet engine is taking off underneath <laughs> his desk and he does actually sometimes have to turn it off when we're doing podcast recordings because all we can hear is the fan blowing in his <laughs> microphone. Are you it's in a tunnel? To be quieter. <laughs> it was nice for CockCon because we kept a lot of our yeah. cocktails cold while we were yeah. upstairs. So. Kept them up upstairs. Like yep. it, it was good. And it's not it. I, I like the fridge. I think it's cool. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a little loud. Um, yeah. And this mini one is it's supposed like a to be very better. loud and, laptop trying uh, to yes. take off. Like, like a loud laptop that is running at high, like constantly, yep. like my old MacBook Pro, because they don't know how to actually like, you know, cool them off very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, most laptops suck at it anyways, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Jason was, Jason was, uh, was saying how much he would have paid for one that was better. Yeah. I'd pay, I'd like, so. No, good, good. Thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just like what I would like to do is like they're going the wrong way. Like this, this day and age, gamers are becoming older. Like it's no longer the day and age where we're like, oh, what is that, a Nintendo? You know, we're we're all pushing like 30, 40 and all that stuff like that. We're we're we are gamers. Like the high end gamer shit needs to like start stepping up their game. Cause I would pay two hundred dollars for a solid, like really big, uh, uh, not big, but like a, a normal mini fridge size, if it was a quality fridge. Like that's what stopped me last time. For a hundred bucks for a mini fridge isn't that much expensive. But I was just like, eh, it looks cheap. It sounds cheap. And I, that's what stopped me. Thank you, Chris, for being our, our mm-hmm. sacrificial lamb on that. <laughs> and, but, if, but, if they, but if they were to be like, hey, here's an Xbox, you know, Series X fridge. That's like pro version. I'd be like, all right, let me let me look at this thing. It was just like, no, it's a real fridge. It sounds great. There's no noise to it, and it keeps your shit cold. I'd have been like, you know what? I'm such a big nerd. I would love love the mm-hmm. idea of having some gaming peripheral t- for my beverage needs. That would just be fantastic to me. And it's just like the same thing of just like I buy all these mouse pads, these chairs, these lights all around me, and stuff like that because I'm an idiot with Consumer money whore. and a, a game. Mm-hmm. Yes, in a, a gamer. So it's just like, let me. Spend my money on your dumb shit, but give me d- dumb quality <laughs> shit. Give me dumb quality. Yeah, we want shit. quality. I had to pay two hundred bucks for the mm-hmm. regular size one, the one that came out for hundred dollars, but that was quieter. Yeah, I would too. I would too. To be honest, they're just like they're just like, look, this thing's whisper quiet. It's gonna keep your shit cold, and you can keep it like in your face, and you're not gonna hear it. I've been like, sweet. You know, I never want to look at an Xbox Series X like actually in my uh, console, but the system does look cool. I mean, shit, give me a PS5 uh, uh, fridge. I'll buy that shit, too. I won't buy a Switch one because, honestly, it probably won't work well. <laughs> they won't hold anything. No. It keeps all your beverages cold up to, like, Ish. 60 degrees. Like, it's just cold like, it, it does it. It does it. It's cool. But it's just like, mm-hmm. is it, though? Is it? It's cool. Yeah. And it takes, like, five hours to cool anything. Lightly cool. Capri Sun. Yeah, lightly cool your Capri Sun. It's like, oh, cool it's, like it's like just below you. body temperature. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still kind of thirst quenching, but not really. It oh. works. It works just as well. Did it keep no, your beverage okay. cold? Yeah. So here's what I here's what I want, and this is this is perfect, like for a studio apartment or a dorm or anything like that. These are the best peripherals that you can peripherals slash gadgets that you could have. Xbox mini fridge. PlayStation Five Panini Press. <laughs> I would love, I yes. would love that shit. I would love, like, dude, you can market this the dorm so starter much. pack, dude. Like yeah. your achievement or the ex- the, the, the PlayStation Five George Foreman grill. The the achievements yeah, yeah. that you earn 
in either uh, the Xbox or the PlayStation unwrap uh, or unlock uh, drink recipes or sandwich recipes, and they're themed and all kinds of bullshit like that. I would oh, be yeah. over the moon. I'd be over the moon. You could open up a restaurant with that bullshit and be like, "Play your God of War, and here's your Thor sandwich." It's just like enjoy. <laughs> like it's just you did it. You did it. Yep. We're well, now see, like, making money instead of like you know like the dark plates, or whatever for your PlayStation Five Panini Press. You get like inside plates, so you can like, oh, this one puts like I've got a war logo on my sandwich. Yeah, this one's Ooh. got a waffle pattern. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Look at this. See? 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 It, we, see. Need a, we need a William Sonoma Gamer Edition is what we need. As, as lame as that fucking sounds. <laughs> William Sonoma, Leet Sonoma is what we need. We need Leet Ooh. Sonoma. Leet, Leet Yum Sonoma. Uh, Sonoma. Sonoma. I almost <laughs> said Let me just uh, email William <laughs> Sonoma right now. I mean, they made all that. They Middle made all barn. that Star Wars shit. That's why I'm they saying did. Like, they did. They they're, they're not above the nerd exist. culture. Yeah, they know nerds no. exist. They're just like, you know what? No. And I'm not talking about bullshit. I'm like, I don't want no Mario like pancake turner and stuff like that. No, I'm talking about like you're making me some quality stuff that I can actually use, but it just happens to look like some of my nerd shit. That would Question. be dope. Question: mm-hmm. Would we then get a Team Fortress uh, hot dog cooker? Uh, well, only if you consider well, a hot dog a sandwich. Sandwich maker. It is. Hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> but like they have those very specific hot dog cookers to where it's to where it's like you slide the bun in and then you slide the hot dogs into a tube like <laughs> thing and it grills the hot dog for you and the and and toast your the bun. bun. Yes. See? That's that's I mean, what we need. They've made money they've made money doing stupider stuff, so yeah. Speaking yeah. of Team Fortress, uh Team Fortress two voice actors are going around in search of a sandwich. And they're they're screaming sandwich? Is this what they're sandwich. doing? Sandwich like, sandwich. Like they're going like doing their voices, like acting out their characters like small towns and stuff like that. Like one's <laughs> on like a ferry, he like it's going like we must find a sandwich. Oh no, we lost Medic. We must find Medic and also sandwich. Random shit. Just random do shit. Have, do you guys have sandwich? <laughs> you want to know yeah, what so happens when you lock people in their houses sandwich. for COVID? <laughs> when they get out, shit like this happens. Shit like this has happening long before COVID, but yes. Just these old voice actors running around looking for sandwich. And it's, it's not to say anything bad. Like They're just older guys because, I mean, Team yeah. Fortress 2 voice acting, that was early, that was like mid-2000s? No, that was early 2000s. If Early yeah, 2000s? That was, yeah. 2000, 2007, 2007. I think that's mid 2000s. Have... That's mid 2000s. Then Jason, I see what you're saying. Learn the definition okay. of mid 2000s. <laughs> I was thinking like mid 2000s. That'd be 2050. You're insane. But no. uh... <laughs> mid aughts. How's that? Does that is that what's better? Go. It's, it's tens is what that. you have to say now and whatnot. But yeah, it's real weird. Saying aughts is just stupid. The 2010s. The 2010s. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean that's 15 years ago, and these guys were like. 40 or so at that time like in their 40s so now that puts yeah. them late 50s early 60s sometimes <laughs> even older than that so yeah like that's just that's how it works all these people doing like these weird accents you know looking for sandwiches it's great oh i miss the perfect conjunction of oh. microsoft ones uh when we were talking about game pass uh, it also came out that Microsoft really wanted to release Game Pass on the PlayStation. Fucking shocking nobody that they wanted mm-hmm. to do that. And spoiler, it was stopped by Sony. <laughs> 2.9 billion? We want 6 billion. Which they could do it. And technically, they can still do it. They can get around it. 
if they really, really try for it. Like they could get around it the same way that uh, like GeForce Now and Microsoft was getting around the uh, the stuff for iOS. You could easily make it so that it works with that browser on the PlayStation 5. Yep. Hands down. Do that. And then you can play everything that you want within there. I mean, that's that's the easy way around it. I'm sure Microsoft doesn't want to get the ire of them considering they're already getting uh, hammered from both sides when it comes to their acquisition of Blizzard. <laughs> but, you know, it is it is what it is. All right. Uh, this one is interesting. Um, and as, as much as we joke about, like, how much we love talking about copyright law on this podcast, when it comes, when it, like, actually pertains to things, it's really, really interesting. A St. Louis jury, jury ordered uh, Take Two to pay a, a a tattoo artist, and this like the best part is that they like the settlement was like thirty eight hundred dollars is what they had to pay them. Yeah. But the implications, the legal implications and ramifications moving forward are big because they had to pay them because they reproduced her tattoos in a WWE game. Mm-hmm. So they reproduced her artwork that she tattooed onto some onto a wrestler's body and they had to pay for it, which has yeah. major yeah. repercussions. That is, that is yeah, because I mean mm-hmm. now now that what that means is that you know if you have a tattooed artist or a tattooed sports player come onto your game, they're just gonna remove that shit or just fill it with squiggly lines and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which then yep. I can see that being another side of that person. Like I, I'm so out of touch when it comes to sports. Dennis Rodman comes on to uh, uh, your <laughs> fucking show and it's just like, Hey, that's not me. I just have purple hair and tattoos, but you, all my tattoos are wrong. That's not me. And it's just like, I get it. I, like that's like when you get tattoos, it's part of your identity, man. That's what you're paying for. Yeah. That's, that's now on you. Like, do you own that? And if you own your likeliness, are you and you sign saying yes, you can use my likeliness? Do you now own the rights to say that the artwork that's on me is my and likeliness? That's, that's one of those weird yes, things where yeah. you paid for that artwork to be put on right. your body. So mm-hmm. you paid for it. So technically you own it. That's where it really gets into a weird thing when it comes to like ownership of the art. But it's the reproduction of the art that so she just- drew. I just thought of it right now, and I, I think I, I understand where this is coming from now, and I, I've kind of 180 would myself. If okay. you were like MTV Cribs, again, I'm so out of touch with pop culture. Um, <laughs> you are you you have you have paid to have somebody uh, uh, make your art, and you have their posters, their art all over their walls and stuff like that. And a TV crew comes into your house, and they're filming your house and going all over the place. You know what they do to that art? They censor right. it out. There it is. There it is. But and even that, that's just showing it on film. That's not actually re like reproducing recreating it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like they're recreating that artwork in there. So it, yeah, it is a, it's, it's an interesting it's thing. And I'm not arguing for or against it in either way. I'm, I just want to talk about it because the legal ramifications moving forward are very interesting with it. Uh, and it goes back like, so you want to talk about like long standing legal battles go all the way back to when they used to make NCAA football games and the likenesses of NCAA college players being on there. And they, they tried getting around it by never having names and only having player numbers 
but then they but then they said like if you have a player number and it's it's exactly that player like like that's too close and they ended up like they would have had to pay money out and all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. and they had to cancel the entire contract moving forward with ea uh and i know this because i could play like after i graduated high school i could play as one of my good friends uh as a defensive lineman for san diego state if i wanted to like i knew exactly what his number was i looked at him like oh yeah that's steve right there i can mm-hmm. i can go on and i can choose to be steve and try and go in and, and sack the quarterback with it and like that's one of those things that you could do but like the ramifications of likenesses and all sorts of stuff like that just adds another nail in the coffin to to some well, of I mean- those pieces to be fair, we're right there already. I mean, you think about it, like even like yeah, not recreation, but yeah, like music in in streaming and what we do here and oh, like God. what can like be brought into a game anymore and stuff like that. It's dead. Like it, there's you have to have now original content music or people willing to sign off that I'm down for it all. And the idea that you're going to have uh, um, just radios in in games that aren't recreated or explicitly signed off is going to be more and more gone. Like, and mm-hmm. even then, like the streaming capabilities of that stuff is going to drop even more dynamically. So it, it does make sense that art in that sense could easily start to be just done away with. I am looking forward to the idea of a person running out with their tattoo and it's just like smiley faces and bullshit and all that jazz like that. And it's just like, whatever, you know, okay. Yeah. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it's going to have to be. That's what it's going to have to be because art, as we know it, and these are all forms of art, music, photo, you know, tattoo, all art, video games even. It's just like, well, I mean, what if we were to put your video game in my video game? If I were to play, make a video game and on the, the my character decided to play a video game and it was WWE, WWE 2K4, you know, whatever and stuff like that. And it was just there and you could see it and all that stuff like that. EA would be up in arms about that at me making that in my game. Like they'd be like, no, fuck no, you can't use my yeah. game as, as your thing. So same thing. Same thing. Yep, same thing. Yep. And corporations will be will fight tooth and nail to keep their stuff, but then they'll get pissed off when it happens to them, which is right. one of the things that I always find it funny. Uh, but keeping with like what Jason said as far as music goes, uh, that is actually something that was very interesting that came out of TwitchCon, which is going to move on to uh, our next thing uh, that we're talking about. But uh, space underscore underscore babe, again, person who's uh, so original that she has two underscores. Um, <laughs> she told us about this platform of some uh some guys that she met there that uh infinitealbum.io which it's all electronic music but it's ai driven and you can sign up for the beta they they don't have pricing out for it or anything like that as like how much it's going to cost but it's a piece that runs in there that is ai driven audio you can on the fly change like moods or vibes as you go through within them um, but what's really cool is that they've started with some of the main games. None of the games that that like we play, but you've got Fortnite, Valorant, League of Legends, things like that, to where to where they have an audio set or like a, a visual piece that watches those games and changes the audio to fit the action going on the screen. So it's not like you hit an area but the uh but like then it switches to this type of music it constantly evolves and changes depending on how the action's moving on within the setup for it and it's it's really cool like i haven't had a chance to demo that portion out uh 
Space said that it was really cool when she played some of the games there just as a demo. But I have been fucking around with the beta uh, on my computer just in general of like putting on like some house beats or like some electro rock and stuff like that and then changing the moods. And it does a really, really good job. Uh, You'll probably see me playing with it on stream this week uh, as as like I stream some games if if I do because Bulldog's in town. So I don't know. Yeah, like. I'm pretty certain I'm going to be home in time because I have the kid all week by myself. So I have to get him to bed at a reasonable hour. So I'm not going to be out until like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, like I was with M. But (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those things of like, like if I, if I'm home, I'm going to be streaming this week and I'm going to have that on Uh, and you guys can be the judge with it. It's, it's pretty cool though, as far as how it goes. And you can like, you can set up hotkeys so that when it's up and you can hit the hotkeys, it will change everything around for you. So like, if you have a stream deck and you set it up with uh, like F, uh, it's like F18 or F15 through like 23 or whatnot are all ones that are not normally on a keyboard, but are function buttons inside of Windows. You can set those up to different moods on here on your stream deck and then just hit the buttons going through there. Uh, chat's saying that we should bring, I should bring Bulldog on my stream. Bulldog's not staying at my house those two nights. Actually, no, wait, Thursday night he is. <laughs> he's gonna be, he's gonna be sleeping right here. Uh, it, it looks uncomfortable. This thing folds out into a queen size bed and it's actually really mm-hmm. fucking comfortable. <laughs> but uh, definitely Wednesday night, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be utilizing this as we move forward, but it's a cool thing. If you want to look at it, just go infinitealbum.io. Uh, it's a pretty cool thing. All right. Uh, so as we said, we're going to talk about TwitchCon because what the fuck was up with TwitchCon? There's a lot of shit to unpack when it comes to TwitchCon. Um, first the keynote was extremely lackluster bull and i were watching it in uh in a vc and we had a hard time actually judging where uh where the keynote actually started because it was just (laughs) boring as shit and then they brought the ceo out and the ceo like i thought he seemed a little out of touch and i'm like this is the fucking ceo the way that he's talking about everything and like coming out and basically he just sits there and he, he comes out and he talks about how like they've changed the revenue models and they announced it before TwitchCon because they, they wanted to be able to have conversations at TwitchCon. But then he was like, yeah, it's, it's great. People like it. They'll have fun. And he didn't really like, he Yay. seemed like any normal CEO that actually has absolutely zero idea of what's going on in their user database of what people are actually using them for. He seemed like Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have major problems with Apple, um, especially now. I didn't have a lot of problems when Jobs ran Apple because they actually innovated on things and they knew what it was that they were doing. They weren't constantly, you know, like just doing whatever anybody else was doing and adding things on or not innovating at all, like Apple's currently doing right now. And that is where Twitch is. They're having like just a shit time with keeping up with the times, keeping up with what their actual user database wants and what their streamers want. And I'm glad that I wasn't the only one that thought that because there are large streamers that actually tweeted and went on camera saying that they had conversations with him. And after after listening to him talk, they had less confidence in the platform moving forward than what they had going into it, which is saying something because a lot of people have had a, have had lower confidence in Twitch running as a business 
moving forward. And it's like, if they're thinking that, and I thought that just by watching this, I'm like, that's not surprising to me then. Um, yeah. But that's just, that's the tip of the iceberg. So there's Twitch as a company. TwitchCon is supposed to be like a celebration of Twitch. And the lackluster thing was just the, the kickoff. Everything else was fucked. Uh, <laughs> there were lots of people that were saying that the breakout rooms that they had and panels that were doing it, they had big like big fucking streamers, people that generally garner over like a thousand to 2000 uh, viewers at a time stuffed into 200 maximum person like rooms to do their panels. So they had thousand, they actually had like 1500 people in line to get in and didn't tell people that they, that it was overflowed and that they weren't going to get in until the panel started, even though, you know, there's like a thousand people standing outside in yeah. the line. They didn't tell anybody that. Uh, I know because Space was telling us this and she went and was stood in one of those lines and was like, what the fuck? I just wanted to go in and see these people. Um, so there's things like that. Uh, there was a, a lack of communication on like security and people managing the different areas throughout the entire area of TwitchCon. Um, and then... We can talk about the foam pit. Yeah, jeez. This is the only thing I heard about from TwitchCon because I honestly didn't even really like, I was like, cool. I like enjoy. I use Twitch. I'm on Twitch, all good stuff like that. But I was just like, I, I have zero desire to be there or know anything about it. Mm -hmm. I had zero effort. desire to go to TwitchCon. I did have minor uh, FOMO and, and like, and, and hate for not going to San Diego because there were people- yeah. Yeah, that I would have that I know that I've talked to for the last couple of years online only that I would have loved to finally meet like face to face like Liz meet Justice face -face, she's like my little out. sister yeah. and we still haven't met in real life and like we've even talked about it she's like it's like when when the goob and her finally get married she's like you and your family like you're coming to my wedding like like whether you like it or not you're flying out here where you're going to be coming and we still haven't met face to face but we could have <laughs> And there were so many other people that I knew that actually got a chance yep. to meet her. Like Nico met her. And I was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> God damn it. But uh, it's like, I really kind of wanted to be in San Diego as a whole, not TwitchCon. Because yes. TwitchCon, it seemed like was bullshit. And everybody that says like, you went, it was kind of eh. Where it was really at was hanging out with everybody else in their Airbnbs and their hotel rooms and getting shit faced yep. or going out to bars and getting shit faced. Which is, that's a con. I'm going to be honest. That is the difference between e3 and a con and this is why we always say that e3 is not a con because e3 is an industry event you go to actually get news on stuff no major yep. news came out for anything at least good news came out for anything at twitchcon and all it was was a party just like going to sit well san diego comic-con there's news that drops for it but most conventions yeah. they don't really drop like big hammers or anything like that like you Phoenix Fan Fusion. You, you go to buy merch and get drunk. Yep. Hang and out with and meet friends. Like hang yep. out with your friends. And that's pretty much it. You pay a lot of money for to hang out in a venue with your friends. And then also buy... Like, uh, this is what I always love about conventions. Like, I don't want to go into, like, most of the panels and shit like that. Because I really don't feel like sitting down in, in a room for that long. But then you're, like, just paying money for a venue <laughs> that has... <laughs> that allows you to spend more money on items 
<laughs> and spend more money on alcohol and food. <laughs> What's been my biggest complaint about these cons too lately is just like, yeah, okay. Usually like what I like is you can go and you can see people who are local vendors making stuff. That's that's the stuff that I like to see. But when yes. it's just like, hey, here's all this shit that you can buy on Amazon. It's just from China. You can do it yourself. But instead you can pay like double here because it's at a con. Then it's just like, mm -hmm. then I get pissed. And when yes. you walk by like eight of these booths, I'm just like, all right, I can Not get any of this shipping. stuff. We're my own. doubling yeah, it for it's you. Like, I'm already paying for Prime. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah. There's certain things that you can't like some of the gotcha machines that they had at the at the last con that was kind of, or at the last uh, at Game On Expo. That yep. Some of the gotcha machines were things that you couldn't find, which was kind of cool. But even beyond that, like, yeah, it's like I, I prefer like Artist Alley. That's yep. the one. Uh, Rob Osborne, like the one thing, the one reason that I was pissed that I didn't go to uh, that I didn't Fan go to Fusion. Phoenix Fan Fusion this year was going to Rob Osborne and buying his like I've got like three of them up in my office right now, buying his like limited edition, like art that he makes just for that convention. Yep. And getting, uh, I think that one over there is number one. <laughs> it is handwritten one of a hundred <laughs> limited edition prints. Oh, you did a hundred of that one? Yeah. I think it was a hundred. hundred or 50? Maybe 50. I don't know. I'd have to get it's up. It's 50 or it's a hundred. No one yeah. wants to see my butt to get up and look at what the number is on that. But it's number one. I know that. <laughs> but and I go I, I would go every year and I would stop at Rob's booth and I would be like, hey, what's the, what's the one for this year? And he's like, it's that one. And I'm like, I want to buy it primarily. Like, even if I even if it's not like, you know, like a must have. I like supporting him because he's a great artist. Yeah. He's an amazing artist. And there's a lot he's of a great guys that you can get there. And they had artist alleys and stuff like that. And that was the cool thing is a lot of that was outside of the main convention. You could walk around on the outskirts of it, even if you didn't have a pass and still buy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of nice. That's kind of nice in yeah. my opinion. Like, it's just like, all right, yeah. good. Yeah. So artists a, ch a chance. we'll talk about the foam pit only because I have talked about this on stream. And I want to make sure that I am clear that I don't blame the streamers that did get injured in this foam pit. All no. I said, all, all that I will say, and I, I've said it and I will say it again, is that the injuries could have happened no matter the depth, like that a lot of the time it just happens. Fracturing two vertebrae and having to fuse multiple vertebrae in your spine so that it, uh, it heals properly and whatnot, that sucks. Do they, do they deserve compensatory stuff from Twitch? Yes. Like that's, that's it. Yeah. Like that whole that whole thing was a giant debacle because it's not just the one main one that everybody hears about. There was another streamer that dislocated her knee doing mm -hmm. it and is in like a, a it's not a full cast, but it's like a walking brace to keep it together. And I if anyone knows about dislocating a knee, it's me because that's <laughs> why I had to have knee surgery because I dislocated my right knee and twisted it 90 degrees. Uh, that shit hurts. <laughs> not gonna lie that hurts so there's multiple people that got injured in that foam pit yeah um honestly there's sh they should have had a sign that said no jumping at all anyways like period within that because it was it was not deep enough for it granted for, you also for, probably for should have less, used your brain and not jumped Twitch in it but inclined uh, uh listeners and viewers what the fuck happened like what 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 is the phone so they had a give us a description. Right, you know the you know those like stand on a on a pedestal and joust with each other things like where you've got the like whole, the big foam thingies that you move yeah. back and forth and you hit you hit somebody with it they had the, combat but thing. it was only like like a 
like two feet worth of foam that they had. And it's like the big old the foam giant squares. chunk foam, the, yeah. the foam squares. The girl, the so the main Twitch streamer that I saw, like I watched, I watched it happen multiple times on the thing. I watched it in a loop just to see. She didn't drop down and actually hit the concrete. Like as much as a lot of people said, like oh, she hit the concrete and that's what it's like, no, no, she, she hit the foam and she was on top of the foam. That injury did happen though. And it fucking sucks, but she did hit the foam. So it wasn't that, that she hit concrete. Like she dropped down through the foam and hit yeah. the concrete. That's not what happened. No. Um, but granted that's still like, there wasn't enough foam. There's not any federal guidelines for how much foam you actually need to have in there. I'm just throwing that out there right now, but they didn't have enough foam. If I saw that amount of foam, I wouldn't have jumped into it personally. But at the same point, it was foam. It was meant to be meant to give the air of safety and it was not safe no. and it sucks. But yeah, like th that was just the tip of the iceberg. There were other things and like we won't talk about actually what we'll talk in vagities because I, I don't want to pull up all the like like the various things there were uh there were parties where people were getting sexually molested by people at one of the one of the all-time ironic ones is it happened at a charity event like it was it was a it was an event for a charity platform that these things were happening for there was no security and whatnot that's where the complete lack of communication like site-wide like nobody was doing anything there was no protection for a lot of these people they weren't nobody took it seriously the way that they should have and that's what really irks me about it is they they wanted to make this this big thing and they charged a lot of money for both affiliates and for partners to get into this thing and they did not take it seriously at all or at least it feels like they didn't take it seriously yeah they want to be viewed as this big time thing but they fuck it was goddamn amateur hour this entire weekend i I'm mean glad look I at the Sad that hey, look at the that. badge designs too, and they're just oh, super thank basic. You. Thank like you. you go to like ZapCon and stuff like that, local arcade con with people that just bring out their arcade cabinets for, and they got nice little badges for them. And it's just like, nah, it's just colored with your name on it. Okay, I don't even the the flat design that they did and everything like that the the colors that they've got like that's fine because that's a design that that is a design like choice for it what really got me was the fucking choice of font that they used for everybody's goddamn names because <laughs> it is the most basic it, I think it was Ariel I'm not yeah, gonna like, be hundred like, percent it looks like Ariel it was Ariel. so bad and it was not the same font as everything else that's in there and you're talking about somebody that knows how to utilize indesign to do these types of things where you have a spreadsheet and it grabs the variable data from it and it creates an individual pdf that you send to the printer because you know you're not printing it there you're sending it to an actual printer to have these done and it can look professional I have done this. It's not that hard. And it's like they gave this to interns that have never used graphic design software ever. It was so yes. bad. Yes. <laughs> so bad. Again, amateur hour. They they want to be taken seriously as an actual like platform, but it is not that. Like they did not per, like put that air out of what it is that they wanted to. They they talked the talk, but they didn't walk the walk. Nope. Shame. Shame. It, it's a shame. And again, mm -hmm. it then makes me it's like, eh, maybe I won't go to TwitchCon again next year. Maybe 
I'll just get a hotel in San Diego and we'll go get curry and we'll hang out at the beach and then we'll get, mm-hmm. we'll get drunk with all of our friends at night and just call it a day. We yep. just get a hotel nearby and call it IDEFCON yep. and we just give out like tickets and be like, Free tickets. Free tickets. And and liability waivers it says that you waive all liability for IBIT at first for any injuries that happen within this. We're we're legitimate podcast video games people. Mm -hmm. Come come meet your your favorite video game podcast people. Come meet meet the major that's being a little your favorite generous to hate. there, Chris. Your favorite, to hate. your favorite assholes. Oh, your you favorite know assholes. that people hate listening. Come meet your you favorite assholes. You know that they do. Yep. <laughs> Actually, that that's my itself. goal. I want somebody to hate listen to our podcast and hate watch me stream. Like, I don't want them to actually like hate on like in the chat, but I want them to just sit there like this and be like, this motherfucker doesn't know how to play this, this goddamn game. He's so... Mm. But I'm not going to say anything. Because I'm better than that. <laughs> Sounds like a dream. I want, I want that to be happening. That's, I just want that to be happening. <laughs> Sit there and quietly talk to yourself about how I suck at playing video games. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be awesome. All right. Uh, That's it. We're through news. We spent a long time talking about TwitchCon, um, but it was a giant shit show. Uh, yes. And again, nobody that I know enjoyed TwitchCon. They enjoyed everything else yes twitch con kind of sucked <laughs> all right so let's talk about vitimo games are we ready to talk about vitimo games we can do it yeah okay we can do it uh primarily for me genshin impact that's that's Shocker. just kind of like the standard one Shocker. uh mm-hmm. chris and i though played the halloween phasmophobia update oh yeah yeah we did do that <laughs> that was fun which was great all right so it, it's standard phasmophobia. Like they did update, and, and the updates that they've done over recent, like over the last like month or two, are huge updates as far as like uh, visuals and everything like that. How the game presents itself and stuff like that. The Halloween update is really fucking fun, though. Uh, they have a thing where you can trigger, like just in the waiting area, like in your little garage, you can trigger like ghosts that appear in a pentagram and a summoning circle and all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. And then they'll do a couple different things uh, within it. Um, but the big thing is the event that they did for Halloween. We were a little pissed off about it at first because you're supposed to collect candy. Like the, the goal is collect candy and light jack-o'-lanterns, but the collecting candy is the one that they talk about. They don't talk about the other steps within of what you're supposed to do. Yep. So collect candy and you can only collect candy on nightmare mode. And we all got irritated because we had to do it in nightmare mode until we finally did it. And we realized that it's way more fun. <laughs> Just because- to do that. Yeah, because you're not you're not investigating the ghost. Like, so you you have two ways to play this game at this point. Uh, you've got standard ghost investigation. Choose your difficulty. Go ham, or you get to have some fucking fun, <laughs> and everybody <laughs> runs into a new house and they're looking for candy. So you have to go through and you have to find x number of candy pieces like throughout the throughout the map depending on which map it is depends on how many you get then after that everyone's got to have a lighter so like you the lighters which nobody runs around with in phasmo you have to have a lighter and you have to light all the jack-o'-lanterns and you got to do this all quick because it's a nightmare mode and they will hunt real fast so we're all running around grabbing candy then we're all like lighting all the jack-o'-lanterns 
And then everyone has to have a camera, but there's only three cameras, which is great because well, you've only got three cameras, that fourth person stands outside in the van and just doesn't mm -hmm. fucking do anything <laughs> yep. at this point. Because a nightmare like when it hunts, it, it still hunts kill after it kills someone. Yeah. Yeah. It's it gonna still kill goes around. It doesn't stop. <laughs> but so the goal is that after you after you light all the jack-o'-lanterns, you then have to wait for the ghost to hunt. Because then when the ghost appears, it's got a fucking jack-o'-lantern on its head. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to get a picture of it in order to complete the event for that map. So you have a very set goal. And we play with Dreams, who uh, she doesn't like the hunting. She's she's a fucking chicken shit when it comes when it comes mm -hmm. to this game. She doesn't like horror movies. She doesn't like she doesn't like like playing Phasmo on that portion. She'll like sit in the van and try and help coordinate things, but that's about it. And it's the same thing, the same way Isla plays it. And there's multiple people that play it that yep. way. They're like, I'll, I'll just be the person that doesn't die. Don't worry about it. I'll just chill here. Um, but in this case, she was like, oh yeah. I'll run in and do this like this part's fun and then I'll just run out as soon as we get to that goal and then we have to actually do it so we were all having actually tons of fun once we figured that portion out oh, yeah. there's eight or ten maps that you have to do it with now so you have to go through and, and complete each one in order to get the trophies and all the stuff it was fun I had a good I enjoy time that. Yeah, yeah I really enjoy that mode uh, both of us also were or got into the beta for Warhammer 40k Darktide yes which is from Fat Shark. Which if you don't know who Fat Shark is, it's the same people that made Vermintide, which is a really fucking fun Warhammer game. But mm -hmm. that's Warhammer, not Warhammer 40K. Explaining 40K to somebody that, that didn't know that there was a difference was hilarious. Because they're just like sitting there, they're like, like, I don't get it. Like, this is nothing like Vermintide. We're like, oh, because it's nothing like Warhammer. <laughs> 40,000 years into the future. In the future. <laughs> no, actually, no. It is it is 40 million years because it's the 40,000th right. millennia. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it is so far in the future that those rats you're b b beast uh, uh, beating the shit in Vermintide are probably great 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 grandfathers of some of the other shit that's in now the the DNA is split so many times that it's not even like actually noticeable yeah I'm just fucking joking oh no I know but I'm just like that's that's how far along is the DNA is split so many times you can't even tell that they were related to those rats there but uh, we we both uh, we both played it. Uh, I yep. I think I was the only one that actually got into the beta and got an email, and then they sent out a thing of like, hey, if you have friends that didn't get in, just have them go in and request it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I started sending it out, and then everyone's getting like instant access in. I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. Fuck? <laughs> I was like, like oh yeah, I, I didn't get an email, but I just was like, wait, huh? I see my library. It's suddenly in my library because they I'm just like, activated it, it for you. And it doesn't say it's in Eric's library. <laughs> it just it says it's in mine. Okay. I'm like, this is fucking <laughs> bullshit. I get an email. Congratulations. You're in the beta. Everybody else gets into the goddamn beta as well. <laughs> it's like, I'm not special anymore. <laughs> And then, so the best part is, is my wife was out of town last week as well, gets in town, and I'm like, 
I have family night. Have fun playing it without me, assholes. And everyone's <laughs> playing it like while I'm working on Friday because everyone's off. And I'm like, I fucking hate you all. You're all a bunch of fucking dicks playing the game <laughs> that I've been waiting for and I've been super hype about. And I can't fucking play it right now. And what are you doing? Oh, you're telling me how great this game is and how much fun you're having. I'm like, I hate you all. Fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's a fun game. Uh, yeah. It. Very much, uh, I think that when we were talking about it yesterday as we were playing, uh, nail on the head, a little bit more like Back for Blood. Yes. Without the cards. With, there's no cards for it. There is randomness of like of like weapon upgrades and whatnot as you go through, but there's no like card system like Back for Blood had. But Hordes, they took a playbook out of the Back for Blood and Left for oh, Dead yeah. like, cycle. Like there's a shit ton of people that will show up. And not just that. You'll beat a boss, and we did it. Like we we beat a boss, and then all of a sudden, what happened? Oh, we triggered a giant ass horde, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we. So it's like you're like everyone's real low on health, and then all of a sudden the horde pops up. And you're like, shit, run to the evac <laughs> point real quick. We got to get back to the thing. Like we're all firing, and then yeah. you're playing with randos because not everybody's not everybody's on when you're playing it. And it's a very limited time because it's a three day beta, so not everyone's on. So you've got randos that you don't have any verbal communication. And you're like get in the fucking spaceship (laughs) stop trying to kill them they're just gonna keep spawning just get in the goddamn spaceship (laughs) well then like you'll you'll be sitting there like kind of like try shooting people or whacking with your melee weapon sword axe or whatever um and then all of a sudden oh nope some big guy just kind of ran picked me up and started tossing me yeah, some random guy just comes up right, or some fucking chaos hound just randomly attacks you from behind. You're like, yep, I you're hear like, it. Where is it? Where the fuck like, is where is it? Fuck you're like looking around, all of a sudden it just like pounces on you from behind. You're like, oh, I'm down. Like, hey guys, come help me. The dog's got me. Come get it off me before it eats me alive. Please, please, please save me. I'm dying here. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to be kibble but it's it was a fun game I'm yeah not, i'm not gonna lie fat shark uh did a great job with vermintide uh like vermintide and vermintide too like they did a really good job and i was wondering if they were going to be able to translate this in and i mean like thought process was like they should be able to i don't see why they couldn't and let's be honest it should be a layup as far as that goes like really easy to do first person shooters are kind of like an mm-hmm. easy thing to do but they do a good job with the co-op mode um they they do a good job of like your character dies they get taken captive further on the characters go with a handicap have to go through and then rescue you similar so that's why i say like for back for blood but it was fun and it didn't really lose the interest i mean i didn't get to play it for like a long time it was only a three-day beta but it i didn't lose interest in it as we were going through like i didn't get bored i wanted to continue going on and even that it's like the the curve for difficulty like just like back for blood like it ramps up like it's hard at like lower difficulty and then it's insanely difficult at higher difficulty yeah but what's cool about it though is that you can ramp up the difficulty as you get better weaponry because they do have like actual stats associated with them as opposed to like back for blood where it's like you've got like these weapons as you're starting and then you can go out and get more and you you can stack on with your cards but you actually get like 
a great melee weapon. You can get chain swords. You can get all the different stuff. You can get different web or different bolt, different bolters with higher with higher attack power and stuff like that with them too to help you out. And as the game gets easier because you have a better loadout, you can increase the difficulty for it. So I think it's in that aspect, it's different from Back for Blood because they they made the difficulty scale better. Yeah, I agree. Can't tell if Jason's actually pondering or if he's reading something else. <laughs> but uh so that's it what i had i know i know chris i know that you had some other stuff uh but again i was like solo without kid so like there's only so much that i could do and then i i lost on a streaming day because i went and hung out with them instead and had my my spicy pickle monster and (laughs) (laughs) took her and got good tacos and stuff like that here in phoenix yeah your oyster mushroom tacos dude that taco the best vegetarian taco i've ever had in my life and it was great because em and i both sat down at the table and we looked at the menu we both looked at the special menu because it's like a it, it was like a seasonal thing and we're like and we read it as oyster mushroom taco oysters and mushrooms <laughs> and then we both at the same point read it and said, oyster mushroom it's 100 percent vegetarian <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, when you told me that, too, I had the same kind of thought process. Exactly. Like, oh, oysters, oysters and, mushrooms. and mushrooms. That's a weird taco. <laughs> but then we both got it, and we were both like, that's a damn good taco. Jason, hands down, all the tacos that we've eaten at the at the festival, best vegetarian taco I've ever had. That sounds amazing. And it's good timing because I've been getting all my snap and memories from, like, the last few years of the taco festival that was, like, usually last weekend. And I was sad. So, so I'm, I'm go to Otro, Jason. Get that fucking taco. It's really fucking good. That sounds dope. Yeah. All right, Chris, your turn. Uh, Yeah, so also, you know, played those games with you, and then there was Steam Next Fest, so I did play some demos, Um, one of which was Dredge, which is like a a fishing game kind of, like fishing RPG. Um, So you're like this little fisherman. You kind of wake up on, like, the dock, whatever, uh, to be the new fisherman for this village. Um, you got your little boat, you got to kind of go fishing, get some upgrades for it, because your boat crashed wherever, so they give you one, and you kind of work it off, um, and unlock certain things to get upgrades. Um, there's different species to catch at night, um, but you have kind of very limited kind of where you can actually see at night, just kind of your light, and you get some kind of like horror vibes of, so you're probably not supposed to be out at night very often, or for very long. Um, there's also some said, "Hey, you shouldn't be here." You should Do you just get leave. attacked by lock by Nessie though? Um, not in the demo yet. Maybe in the future. There's. I don't want Sasquatch. I don't want serial killer like or or like murder or whatnot. I want fucking Nessie. I want. You know, I want Lake Shark. I want weird shit. Like, I only there seems want to be like maybe issues. some Kraken or Cthulhu vibes that there might be kind of going there's and there's yeah, like some that's mutated what I want and like so sometimes you catch like special fish like some like mutated versions of the fish and there's oh, so like some like kind of mysteries just fishing in any lake now <laughs> yes I won't because you're in this game you're in the ocean um, so it's more like kind of like Kraken like mm. kind of weird mutated some kind of stuff and you're kind of figuring stuff out um but like i played the demo for slightly a little over an hour i 
probably got close to fishing, but I kind of had to force myself to stop. So I'm like, I really want to play this. I don't want to ruin it for when it actually fully comes out. Um, so Dredge is definitely one I'm really looking forward to. Um, another demo I played was Stunt Fest World Tour, which you kind of you know start out going through. We got a car, kind of doing some stunt things with the car. You can jump out and kind of fly as your kind of person and do some tumbling things or get like a little wingsuit kind of do kind of stuff and then magically up yep, you're back in your car um graphically it's pretty good it's kind of it's kind of fun probably not something i'm going to spend too much time with myself but you know kind of that kind of crazy arcadey kind of stunt craziness stuff you can kind of do very arcade watching you do it and it's just yeah. like yeah, if you if you really found like the stunt stuff in like a Forza Five and stuff like that, like the like, was the best part of the entire game, you may like this a little bit more. Yeah. Um, another game I played was uh, Pushnomics, where you're this girl who takes over her uncle passed away and gave you his potion shop, and it's kind of run down. Um, and so you make kind of potions, they sell ingredients, and then you try to sell them. Um, and you can use other people to try to get you ingredients and kind of learn new recipes and stuff like that through other building relationships and maybe romantically, maybe not, just with other kind of people in the town um, and getting some new ingredients from heroes, building relationships with them. And then as you kind of sell your potions, becomes like a card battle of them trying to try and upsell them, get some more price for them. Um, like turn-based kind of card battle, um, try to seal the deal, and as they kind of go back and forth of how interested they are, and they kind of have a meter of where they just kind of go down, got to kind of seal the deal, otherwise they'll just walk away and you kind of lose that sale. So it's kind of a chill kind of game. Um, so play through that demo. Um, Cassette Beast is another game I've played for a little while, which is kind of like a Pokemon kind of solid game except you kind of transform into the monster but it's based off like a cassette tape you like cassette tapes you kind of play it instead of like like your turn based strategy of like items and stuff like that or attacks or like on a cassette player like the play pause kind of buttons um, as you're in like this weird kind of like purgatory kind of land island where it's like you don't know too much about you, don't know how to get back to your world, and it seems like everyone's kind of stuck there and can't get out. Um, and it seems to be, like, from different times and worlds, possibly. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. Played that one for a little while. Um, also played Superviews, which is kind of like a Diablo-style game, but cel-shaded and, like, superhero comic booky. Um, some of the um, attacks are kind of interesting and kind of interesting, but um, a big issue I had it with is like I played kind of like a barbarian type melee class, and your normal attack, even if you're not using your special ability, uses up your energy, your mana. Um, so you kind of had to fight a little bit and then kind of run away and try to build up your mana back up, so you could actually you had to like fight. Like- go slower in your in your button mashing basically type thing. Yeah, and then or maybe take pauses, kinda of take your mana potions and energy pills, or whatever, and kinda of run away for a little bit and kinda of build that back up too. It was like like my normal attack like melee attack shouldn't really be depleting this. Like specials, yeah. yes. But like so it kinda of 
broke up some of the combat of just like absolute murder that makes these games kind of fun. Uh, so that really bugged me about that game. Um, otherwise, it was pretty decent. Um, and then another demo that then the game fully came out that I've been playing the shit out of is Undecember, which is, again, Diablo-style game. It's, um, yeah, it's it was Diablo. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Diablo. It's uh, free-to-play, um, and then you can kind of buy like a preempt pass or some other stuff to get through. I haven't paid any money into it yet. Um, being, you know, kind of this game service kind of thing, there's daily login bonuses, playtime bonuses, certain kind of daily challenges to get to unlock new stuff um, to get some bonuses, but... Um, very much the opposite. There's, I think, 10 acts. I'm on Act 4 right now. Um, and I'm about 17 hours into this. Um, through the regular kind of gameplay. So there's definitely a lot to play through. Um, there's, you know, being free to play. There's guilds. Some of the guilds with my brother and some other random people. Uh, so you can kind of donate to guild, get some guild bonuses. It's, and there's... So the way it kind of differs from... I guess Diablos, there's no classes. Um, so, the way your skills are linked to your weapons, and you kind of find your skills as an additional thing to loot, you can kind of enchant and level up your skills, um, kind of place them in the area. And then you also got link runes that you can also kind of link and kind of link to them. And then, one way you kind of enchant your runes or your skill runes, stuff like that, is to change what kind of color it's on there because it's like this almost like a six side like hexagon kind of thing um, and there will be certain colors that will link to different runes so you can give like additional attack or something like that kind of bonuses there and you can kind of add either more of those colors and kind of different things and um, and also then upgrade those link runes so there's a whole another kind of aspect of that and again certain abilities are tied to certain ones some are all weapons, some are just daggers, some are just swords or axes, kind of different, um, or no kind of area attack kind of abilities. So you can kind of mix and match, kind of play through that. Um, right now I'm kind of dueling swords. Uh, in the early kind of, your kind of tutorial area when you first start, you're basically god mode. So you don't take any damage, you don't lose any mana. Um, you start using just melee weapon, and then you go in uh, range with a bow, and then you go to magic, kind of show you different kind of abilities and how the different kind of play styles going to work. Um, and then you go into character creation, make your character. My character's name is not a cop, because he's definitely not a cop. Not a cop. <laughs> now with his, you know, not a cop mustache, not a cop hairstyle. Uh... I was like, you know, I'm going to make this guy look like, you know, the old 70s cop style. And I'm not a cop, because he's not a cop. Uh, but you play a rune hunter, you're kind of traveling with your companion who kind of lost his memories, trying to help him find that, while you also kind of go to this land to be a rune hunter, find more runes and stuff. Um, and be the hero, I guess, as these games tend to be. Well, and, uh, like, saying that it's, Di it's like, Diablo, like, that's not a knock on any of these. I mean, like, no. you say Diablo, and, like, that's the thing. Like, I watched him, I watched him play it, and I'm like, it actually looks fun. 
like it, yeah, it, it's fun it looks like diablo it actually it actually looked i think like as i said it's like it looked a lot more yeah. like chaos bane um yes. and that still isn't like a knock on the game itself i mean aesthetics no. are aesthetics like there's only so much that you can do because there's like games like diablo or any warhammer game or anything like that like have a a strong like lock on that aesthetic so if it looks like it if it looks close to it i actually think that that's a good thing because yes. that's something that people are familiar with yeah so if you like diablo you'll probably really enjoy this game and yeah. hey it's free to play so download it try it out see if it's a jam I'm enjoying the shit out of it so far. I played a little bit before we hopped on the podcast. Gotta get that dailies in. So, but it's definitely fun. But that is it for me. All right, I'll try Jason. To go, yeah, I'll try to go uh, fast. On, I'll just... I'll oh, Kate. I, shit, I, I did forget one. No, no, I'm getting oh. shit. Uh, the demo for Forever Skies, which is a survival game um, where basically Earth is some, like, kind of gone shit, whatever... Uh, diseases and kind of stuff like that, and you get like this distress call, like they maybe they kind of found something, and then so you kind of come down, and so it's a bunch of like post-apocalyptic skyscrapers, kind of build the spaceship survival kind of thing, kind of go out there trying to find cures, and you can kind of go fish down into the mist area below and um, <clears throat> catch like giant moths and stuff like that and cook them and kind of building through so right now it's just single players you're trying to find this story and go through cures and maybe try to make earth habitable again um but it said they did say that they're looking to add co-op later on but right now it's just demo so it's kind of short limited like 20 minute playtime which if you ever played a survival game like a valheim or anything like that 20 minutes is not a lot of time um but I did ignore that one. That was it. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Uh, um, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try to keep. I'll try to keep mine uh, really quick here. I have uh, two review copies of what I've been playing on through right now. Uh, the first one is uh, oh god, I want to make sure I say it right. Asterios, uh, Curse of the Stars, which looks like a starry ghost. But it's Greek, so it's a stereos, like a uh, uh, euro. You don't. It's not gyro. Um, so what? Uh, it's it is, not gyro. It's not gyro. Don't get your gy- get them gyros. Oh, fuck gyros. So, uh, Wait. So uh, I, I've stereos. been I've been I've been urating the things. Yeah, yes. urate my pelvis. Yes. You I know? was thinking about oh, trying to play this Greek, one and then on December release. So and I just <laughs> lost myself to that game. So much. So much urating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Asterios uh, uh, Curse of the Stars is touted as a mixture of like hey Greek and uh, um, uh, uh, Roman like uh, lore meets uh, Dark Souls and I was just like well that sounds fucking up my alley 100% and so checked it out um, got a review copy for this game and uh, from um, Tiny Build from Tiny Build and which is actually surprising because uh, um, it's gorgeous it's actually really pretty they did a great job on their character design their boss battles and their combat's actually very very fun um, but you can then start to see some of the like the the tiny build aspects of it come through where it's just like the combat feels weightless 
like you're you're beating these people down with weapons that you spawn out of everything and um it doesn't feel impactful you can just see the numbers go up but you're just kind of both just slamming on each other back and forth over and over again there's a good counter mechanism that i love i love parrying and uh it's there and but it's super simple to pull off once you get it down and uh again there's just no weight except for larger numbers come out of enemy instead of like seeing how they react there's a stun but it's just, it seems to be more random than anything else what I love about it is that you have all full gamut of weapons that are given to you right off the bat. You have a sword and shield, daggers, a staff, a magical staff, a, a spear, a hammer, and a, a magical gauntlets. And you can equip two at any time. And then the two of them will interact with each other and how you want to play. So depending on your play style of how you want to play the game, you can equip their, your different, like if you want to be a defense or a short sword and st- uh, uh, shield, and then uh, uh, the magical gauntlets, you can be a brawler and be able to defend and then punch people up, up close. If you want to be more range, you can have the bow or the staff and then like a spear, and then nobody can get close to you at all, doing all your magical stuff like that. And then the different combos will unlock with that. Um, that being said, they're very limited in how many combos that there are. There is a very large and robust uh, leveling up system, both in your level of your character in their talents and their abilities. Like it's actually very surprising on how large it is. And it actually gives you a reason to want to go in there and level up stuff. Um, but uh, uh, aside from that, it's actually been a pretty fun game. Um, there are some downsides as well as to like the pacing of it. There's no fast travel and the game is large. There's a lot of like, you have to unlock like uh, secret passageways and uh, different doors to get through the level, like just like any other Dark Souls game, but you don't like travel back and forth between like, hey, I want to go level up. And now I want to come back to where I started or, you know, I want to level up and continue on to level up. You have to and get better gear. You have to go back to the home base. Well, to get back to where you came from, you just got to run. You don't have any other choice. You're you're now have fun. I hope you unlocked all the secret passageways to get you there as quickly as possible. By the way, all your enemies are back and all that stuff like that. So it's just like, ugh. so I find myself mostly just grunting through it all because I'd rather just see what I can push myself to the limits on rather than going back and forth and leveling up every single time you gain levels as a person, but I meant like upgrading your gear and shit like that. So it's different. It's interesting. Um, The story feels kind of flat a little bit, but I'm still kind of early on, but the gameplay and combat is engaging enough that I'm finding myself just wanting to get through it and see what else I can explore. The world's beautiful and there's enough lore here to keep me entertained. Um, The way that they've built the world and your map and all that stuff like that is very well detailed and everything's on your person. So it's kind of, kind of really cool of a different game that follows that aspect. So more on that as I as I play through it and, and beat it. Hopefully I'll have a review uh, for that by next time we, we meet up. Uh, the other one that I spent some time playing on was Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Um, we all got uh, review copies of this game or whatever or, or demo versions of this game to, to check out. And uh, um, so I jumped on into it to check it out because Ghostbusters is one of my favorite. Full review um, copies that we got, not demos. Oh, they are full review copies? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm happy about they're, that. They're full, they're full copies. So it's, we didn't it's get a, a chance game. to actually like play it together yeah. uh, over the weekend. But uh, definitely like, yeah, like it's a full copy that's probably yep, going to be uh, Evolve PR. Week. 
Awesome. I would love to, to I would love to play this game together because I played the through the training and I played through a uh, mission solo and I played a, a mission online. And uh obviously playing with friends is gonna be the best. It's uh four players go in and it's it's kind of like a Ghostbusters take on Phasmophobia because it's like it's very much like Ghostbusters being like as crazy as it is kind of more kitty. I mean, it is meant to be kitty. So it's, it's very friendly and accessible and how you're just like hunting down the ghost. You have your little spectrometer that you're, you're like pointing at things to like, be like, Ooh, is this a ghost? And then you got to expose the, the ghosts. Then you find like their portals and you destroy them. So they can't spawn more ghosts. And you got to work as a team to, when you find the big ghosts of the area to wrangle them down and throw out the um, capture net, whatever it's yeah, called. We'll it's like cross streams, net. right? We got to cross streams. That did kind of piss me off. You're constly crossing streams. I'm just like, stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Because it's just like, no you're crossing streams. Like, you're running around all <laughs> like that. Uh, playing by yourself was nigh impossible because you're playing with bots and they're just a bunch of idiots. Um, playing online was fine, but I, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to us playing all together because I think the communication will be a lot of fun. I think we'll, we'll be able to get those down because you really do just like in the movie you have to have two people just holding tethering the ghost down and pulling them down to the trap and, you and have someone, to have someone running a trap run up there and setting up mm-hmm. the trap and then you have to close the trap it's really well done like it's honestly like a very engaging ghostbusters experience and i've played it for all of about an hour and a half so I, i'm really excited to see how it gets to be more difficult and how you can play together with friends where you can actually have a strategy of what you're looking out for some of my favorite parts though so far were just like the ghosts will hide in things and so you have to then have a low level like, like a you prop hunt a type thing you gotta have a low mm. level prop hunt now the ghosts will move around and make it like kind of a little bit more obvious but until you find like right on top of them you're you are kind of just like i'm in this giant like aquarium or a warehouse or a museum and trying to find whatever and it, it's it's interesting there's enough here that i think is kind of cool what's stupid though is that you have to maintain like the ghost from haunting the area. If you take too long or he, the ghost damages too much stuff or scares too many people away, uh, the haunting of the area will increase. And if it gets to 100%, then obviously you lose. Like that's the, you don't die. The, the ghost's not attacking you really. I mean, you can die, but it's not, it's not gonna, that's not the main thing. And so one of the things that I found happening to me more was that people would get scared and run away. And as they would run away, the haunting level would go up. And it's just like, all right, well, to stop that, you can calm down people. Go calm them down. So now you're running around this area looking for people that are like freaking out because there's ghosts. You go up to them and you talk to them. And you're just like, hey, don't worry. You know, ghosts, you're just usually friendly sometimes unless. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Dead serious. You're you're not spraying the or the uh the oh god the statue of liberty on the inside with goo and then playing playing music for it not yet at least not on the first few levels because you know jason mm-hmm. your love is lifting me higher keeps on lifting me mm-hmm. higher than i ever have before yes it's very true <laughs> <laughs> but but so the the mechanic for that is you walk up to them and then you have to spend like three four seconds talking to them and you have to hit like prompts of just like oh made it like you know kind of like uh um where you're building the the stupid engine in uh, that seven days to die not seven days to die the one death uh, whatever and it's just like you, you're spraying down ghosts everywhere and trying to be all action and then you run up to a person and you just got to hold a button and like click on the prompts 
to calm them down. And it just seems like such a break in the action just to keep an extra 5% from running out and, and building up your haunting uh, ability. Like it could it could have been like a quick time event or something like that. Possibly should have been a quick time event. should have been something else. Mm-hmm. It was just like quick. Because I mean, like, so what was fun is that you have complete character customization and I made my guy look like Ned Flanders and I fucking love it. Cause there's nothing better than like the, the opening cut scene that this guy comes in with the glasses, giant bushy mustache. And he's like, I'm here to Howdy ho. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> Gave him like the ridiculous accent, all that just like that. And then he'll walk up and there's, there's phrases that you're saying to these people. And there's like maybe five or six phrases that you're saying, but if you're doing it 10 times in a mission, you're going to start repeating the same shit over and over again. And it's just like this this didn't need to exist in my opinion so that's the only gripe i have so far very early on looking forward to playing it all together and that could be just something that they added in of like it moves too quickly without that aspect mm-hmm. and they like added that mm-hmm. in and it might get balanced out more and more because they probably have to make the ai better as far yeah, as I, I mean, I was doing everything. And then yeah. when I played with randos, I don't think they even knew what they were doing still. I was just like, guys, ghost, like I have it. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> you mean you mean like when I when I play with randos for the, the yes. boss battles on Genshin and I do the Sarita one and there's guys that run up and start breaking the fucking fire and ice crystals that cool you like off right or away. warm you up. Oh, man. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? Are you fucking <laughs> stupid? <laughs> but it says I can yes. attack it. I'm going to attack it. Yeah, exactly. But you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> you can... But it's better if you leave it for everybody. You attack it if you're playing solo. You you leave it alone and let the aura do it, like do its thing if you're playing as a team. Fucking asshole. Anyway, there anyway. you go. I'll, I'll stop there. Nope. So good times. Good times. Good times. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. That is uh, what we have for the I Beta First podcast. Uh, Obviously, we have opinions on things, and whether you like them or not, sure, they might stink, but it's our opinion, so deal with it. Um, There were some things that we said in this that, you know, like, this is very much going to cause this podcast to be put on the... uh, on the soapbox category on the pot or on our website. So, you know, you put a trigger warning on this one. Jesus. No, Mm -hmm. they already heard it. So just, I'm just saying like the soapbox, speaking of the website, you can find us at ibfirst.com or ibf.co, which will give you, uh, give you the access to every one of our plethora of podcasts on all major platforms that you have, in which case we have ibfirst, the one that you're just listening to. If you didn't know that, what the fuck dude, come on. You couldn't pay attention to just that one little <laughs> aspect that was there. Like that's, that's all we ask that and hate mail. Like we, we just want you to remember the name of the podcast so that you can tell people how much you hated us and why you hated us. And then also then email us as to why you hate us as well. Cause hate mail is what makes the world go round. And it <laughs> feels like hate, hate mail is the new fucking nuclear energy. Like it's just gonna sustain everything. It's gonna it's, it's give that warm feeling right here. Uh, but you can also find us at Cutscene, uh, which is our anime watch along podcast. And as Jason said earlier, we are doing our one hundredth episode of Cutscene. God, that's a lot of fucking anime. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that's a lot of anime because that's roughly three episodes uh, for an entire season of anime. So that is thirty three anime that we have watched and more than 50% of them are stinkers. 
<laughs> Way more than 50%. Way more. We have, we have talked about this before. We we had some we've had some real stinkers on there. But if you pay attention to that, we can tell you which ones you shouldn't watch. <laughs> or you'll listen to some of them like Nights and Magic where you'll sit there and be like, it can't be that bad, can it? And then you'll watch the anime and you'll be like, oh my god, it's as bad as they said it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you know hey that's it and we also have patch notes which is our and our, magic yeah <laughs> nights and magic uh but we have patch notes which is our uh video game developer uh conversation set up for it a lot of people want to talk about just the games and we want to talk with the video game developers about themselves and why they got into it and talk to them as a whole um and the vi- the video games like a, a separate thing for it because it's like everybody always like no matter what you all you only talk about the art that's finished you don't talk about the people and everything that happens with it and that's where we really want to get into uh but you can also find us at facebook i beat it first com twitter i beat it first instagram i beat it first uh all major platforms uh that we have on there just kind of search for i beat it first and you'll get to it uh we do also have the first and currently only at this time a charity throne account which we do a lot of work with extra life um and in which case for us personally it's phoenix children's hospital or pch and 100 of the items that you purchase on our throne account go directly to phoenix children's hospital they don't come to us and then we have to donate them they get shipped directly there and especially in a post-covid world they can't take a lot of packages of items like they don't do physical donations of toys for kids anymore because they can't take them in because they can't be cleaned but they can take them if they come from amazon which is why their amazon wish lists are really great so they get shipped directly to phoenix children's hospital and they go into a store in very big air quotes where kids spend money in also very big air quotes to purchase uh items within it they, they give monopoly money to kids so they have to come in for procedures and they let them go in and buy things with it uh and it really it's like it's like tickets that they get and they go and like pick one thing um but some of them you'll find in there are gift cards some of them are like cameras some of them are then like plushies or dragon ball figurines or anything for it it covers a whole gamut of ages because phoenix children's hospital takes kids all the way up to 18 years old that's the one thing that you forget you think children you think only like six-year-olds and stuff like that but teenagers are children too and that's where everything goes directly within there uh we also have extra life game day which is coming up on november 5th every year we do extra life uh and every year we do extra life game day uh this year we have already almost hit our goal and our total for last year's Extra Life uh, charity set for the entire year. We've already hit it and we haven't even done game day. Uh, While we were talking, I've actually been chatting with a couple of our our additional team members uh, talking about what it is that we're doing for that day and and coordinating things for November 5th. But November 5th on Twitch, we're doing our 24 hour stream. Jason and I might be up for 37 or 42 hours straight again because for some reason we don't get a chance to fucking nap beforehand and it might be a shit show starting around like nine o'clock at night on on uh saturday night but hey we'll be there Mm -hmm. hopped up on caffeine and possibly hoping that somebody brings us some coke (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but nobody ever does it <laughs> but we might need it <laughs> because yes. we'll be running on fumes at that point but we'll be there and we'll be doing it 
Uh, we will also have, Chris has been coordinating with a lot of video game developers. We're trying to get physical stuff, but right now we've got 20 something video game codes that we're going to give away as raffles for it. So make sure that you donate every $5 that you donate is going to get you an entry into the, into the raffle for it. We'll be donating at right now. It looks like basically like one an hour. So, you know, we'll see as it goes. We're hoping to get more and more as it goes on. We're only a few weeks out from there so we'll we hope to get more uh as we get closer to extra life game day but make sure that you join us uh twitch.tv slash i beat it first where we record our podcast we do all of our streaming and we will have extra life game day on november 5th i don't think i missed anything did i miss anything i think we're good they were good all right well you know what that means that means that we need to do exercises after we end this podcast, but we can't end the podcast until... It's like a dog whistle in here. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the beginning, I heard the beginning, and then it went...